Welcome to Off the Clock, a podcast by Procino Wells and Woodland, where we take a team-centered, family-focused approach to serving the estate planning and elder law needs of our community on the Eastern Shore. I'm Amber Woodland, one of the attorneys at Procino Wells and Woodland, and I'm joined today by Melissa Hevron, who is the Community Relations Manager at Milford Place, along with Dean Reed, who is the Executive Director of Milford Place, which is an enlivened assisted living facility in Milford, Delaware. Welcome to Off the Clock. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us, Amber. We're so excited today to talk about assisted living facilities and what an important role they play in our community. And I guess just to get started, let me just explain for our listeners why we're even having this conversation today. We help families all the time plan for their future long-term care needs. And oftentimes that starts with folks as they're aging in their home and they're not quite sure what the future looks like and they're exploring their options on where they might receive care at home in an assisted living facility or maybe sometimes in a skilled nursing facility. So we work with folks just like you all the time to help families navigate that world. Melissa, I feel like I've known you pretty much my entire career. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, we go way back. <laughs> we do, yeah. And so I'm excited to have you here so that you can really enlighten our community about the incredible facility that you have in Milford, what kind of services you provide to families, and to really kind of debunk any myths that are maybe out there surrounding assisted living level of care. So I'm going to turn it over to you if you just want to introduce Enliven Milford Place and just kind of tee us up for just the, the kind of level of care and the wonderful things about your facility there in Milford. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So we're um, Milford Place Senior Living Community and we're an assisted living and memory care community in Milford, Delaware. Some may remember us as Heritage at Milford. Uh, we've actually been in the neighborhood for over 20 years. Yes, five years ago, the property was acquired by Enlivened from Genesis Healthcare. Um, and Enlivened, our parent company, you know, all they do is assisted living and memory care. That's, that's our niche. That's what sets us apart. Um, we're in 246 communities in 26 states across the country. And the Enlivened philosophy is for our residents within our community to age in place with dignity and have the greatest quality of life possible. So we accept residents into our community at various levels of care, and uh, we're able to care for them while those needs grow um, and they continue to age. Who would be a perfect fit? Melissa, maybe you could speak to that. A perfect fit, someone who you would consider to be just the best type of resident who would enter Milford Place. Sure, absolutely. Um, so anybody who um, would possibly be living independently and maybe needing some help with some of their activities of daily living, whether that be medication management, you know, assistance with any bathing needs, toileting needs, dressing and grooming needs. We can provide all of that assistance with our care staff that are around the clock 24-7 and nursing staff as well. I remember the first time I came to Milford Place and I walked across the threshold of the front door and I was, it felt so wel welcoming. It feels like home. And I think that that's something that the community doesn't often understand because they hear facility and they're not really familiar with what an assisted living type environment is actually like. 
And I remember thinking, wow, this feels like an apartment. This feels like a complex. This almost feels like my dorm room with a bunch yeah. of my friends. <laughs> Funny you say that. We do say it's senior uh, senior dorm. Yeah. So it does. And we do get a lot of feedback from families that all that tour our community that is very home-like. And that's probably with that being, um, so we, that's why we like to educate so much on the assisted living because a lot of times people don't know a whole lot about the assisted living so right and it doesn't feel institutionalized at all not at all yeah in fact we actually have kind of banned the word facility in our community because really it is a community it's a very community it's a communal environment right from the moment that you step into our into the the community you see that uh that town square that mayberry Mm -hmm. uh uh, like atmosphere where everybody's just walking around together and just kind of feeding off the vibe that that exists in the building. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see families, especially when their loved ones don't live locally. So for instance, a parent who lives in Delaware or Maryland, but their children don't live close by and they worry, well, what if mom or dad needs something mm-hmm. or are they getting nutritious meals every day? Or what if they need reminders to take their medications? Those are some of the folks I think are just perfect fits Absolutely. for assisted living Absolutely. type of environment. Actually, that's very that's a great observation. And um, you can see them in, in two different ways. You might see the family members are distant mm-hmm. and the elderly person is in our is in our maybe the greater Milford area, and they want to move into our community so that you know their their children have peace of mind. Right. But another thing that that is that we see a lot these days is that we have a lot of folks coming into Delaware, uh, into the Sussex County area in particular, mm-hmm. from New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia. They're all retiring mm-hmm. here in this area, and their parents have aged in place back home. Right. And so they, a lot of folks are bringing their parents with them when they come and settle in, in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are the perfect niche for them mm-hmm. because we're close enough to where they're settling quite often in the you know the beach area, the Lewis Rehoboth areas, um, but far enough away so that mom or dad can feel like they're in their own environment and the kids can feel like they're, they've got that distance as well. It's kind of the best of both worlds. I think so too. And one of the things that surprises me sometimes that people don't often realize is they can bring their personal possessions with them. Absolutely. And really make it their own. Mm -hmm. And I think especially as seniors are moving, like you Mm -hmm. mentioned, Dean, or downsizing, they fear that it's not going to feel like home to Mm -hmm. them. And that's not been my experience at all. Absolutely. And that's all the part of it. And that that's what we always share with families that we it is apartment style living mm-hmm. and that we want you to bring your items but and, and promote as much independence as you can mm-hmm. have. We want you to have your car and be able to come and do and do those things that you enjoy doing. However, you've got that safety net with our nursing staff and our care and our resident care partners that are there to help with any other needs that you may have. Right. Prepare your meals and, you know, do those housekeeping laundry services that might be a little cumbersome for you to do at home. Right. Will you speak to how many beds you have available at Milford Place and how much availability you see in terms of memory care and your memory care Mm -hmm. wing? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we have um, 71 apartments in total, okay? 52 of those are in our assisted living community. Mm-hmm. They are they range from a one-bedroom apartment 
studio apartment. And we even have companion living uh, apartments as well for those who might be budget conscious or those folks who truly want to have a roommate. Mm -hmm. And that actually uh, happens quite frequently. Could that be spouses too? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, we, have, we have quite a few uh, mm -hmm. spouses in the building right now. Mm -hmm. um, we also have 19 memory care apartments. Mm -hmm. And they're one-bedroom studios and companion apartments as well. And that's a completely, uh, it's, it's a secure environment um, where they are, and, and, and a lot of the programming is specific and unique to those who need you know, memory care for those who are memory impaired. As far as the availability, I'm going to turn that over to Melissa. Cause <laughs> she so we do have, um, unfortunately, um, our memory care neighborhood does stay quite full mm -hmm. as everybody's looking for memory care these days. Um, but we do have some availability on our assisted living. It really is just going to come down to the type of apartment that you choose. It is two, two floors mm -hmm. um, on the assisted living uh, with an elevator. So, you know, a lot of people want that first floor apartment. So it would just really depend on, um, you know, if you were what if you're willing to wait or take what's available and then possibly move to the first floor when one comes available. Gotcha. And Dean, you mentioned programming and that makes me think about activities oh, and yes. different things that you do. I, I've been a part of education events that you've had there. Mm -hmm. So I know that that's a piece of it, but do you want to speak to all of the fun things that you do there and the different programs and activities that are part of the assisted living community? That is so funny that you asked that because Dean and I were just having this conversation earlier this morning, kind of reflecting back, coming kind of getting things back and the restrictions kind of lifting in the assisted livings mm -hmm. um, and just kind of reflecting back on the things that we did throughout COVID and, and how far we've come and, and how to keep, how we kept um, the residents engaged in doing those kinds of things. So we did lots of... Uh, we kind of looked at it through, um, through, through the COVID lens mm -hmm. and the non-COVID lens. That's okay? good. Yeah, because um, I, I think to that, there, there's a lot of worry and concern of, among family members as to, well, what if my loved one is in an assisted living facility and there are COVID restrictions? What are mm -hmm. they? What's the visitation like? What are the activities? Right. That kind of thing. Well, so. one of the biggest fears that we had early on from folks and that we had to help them overcome was folks thinking that, this is not the time to place my mom or my dad in a senior care community. Mm -hmm. When in reality, it is the it's most it's the most perfect solution for your for, for your loved one mm -hmm. because when they're living at at home, you know, they're they're not getting exposed to a whole lot of uh, social you know socialization, mm -hmm. all, not a whole lot of stimulation stimulation because none of their friends are coming out of their apartment, out of their homes. Mm -hmm. They're staying in their homes. Their children are staying in their homes because they don't want to get their mom or dad affected. Right. And when they're doing that, are they getting their medications regularly? Probably not. And when they're not having their medications regularly, are they, you know, cognitive enough to do the essential function in the building? It's all interrelated. Mm -hmm. And finding somebody finding a place to bring them that takes care of all of those needs mm -hmm. and is also as um, well-versed in infection control and managing these types of uh, pandemics as we are, it's actually the ideal time mm -hmm. to consider placement. And one of the big things was that socialization piece, which right. is what we all start, which what we started the conversation with here, um, looking at those activities and, and those events and things like that. And then, again, looking at them through the COVID lens and the non-COVID mm -hmm. lens to kind of segregate the, 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 the what we would do in the midst of a pandemic, which 
thankfully, is behind us. Right. Uh, and what we did before the pandemic and we will get back to doing uh, in the near future. So during, the, during COVID, it was essential to try to keep our residents as engaged with their family members as possible. Um, with the reality being that family members couldn't come in. Mm -hmm. So Zoom calls, uh, FaceTime. FaceTime, Google Duo, every... Window visits. Window mm -hmm. visits. <laughs> you know, window. Every digital vector that for visitation that we could find, we jumped on. I mean, we, were, we had uh, <clears throat> laptops and... and, and Phones. Uh, phones going all over the building for folks to talk with uh, with their loved ones and their family members. And it kept them really, everybody really appreciated that. Good. Um, the window visits were essential. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, entertainment, it's it's a long time to be, you know, in that apartment. Um, we had, we were very proud of our, our windowsill concert series. So all of the vendors that uh, that were used to performing in our, in our bistro, they would come and they would do concerts at the windows and stroll around the building. Oh, that's doing so cool. All the, uh, the, the same thing that they would, oh gosh, it was absolutely adorable. Yeah. Um, the, we had, actually parades were very common. We had uh, the, the, the National Capital Area Therapy Dogs. Um, they came and paraded and around the building as well. Um, several folks had birthdays and the whole family would gather in our parking lot and they would decorate their cars and they would parade their cars through the, through the parking lot and around uh, to the residents' apartment, honking their horns and, and having a blast. We had a hundredth birthday party. We celebrated during COVID. We That's did. right. We did. Uh, oh, Absolutely. I so love that. We had a, we had a ride through uh, virtual kind of birthday party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the so personal that, touch has got to mean a lot, not just to the oh re the residents, but Absolutely. also their families. Yeah. And yeah. we'll and we'll get a little bit more into mm -hmm. that um, now. Through the non-COVID lens, mm -hmm. when it comes to that programming, the the life enrichment—I don't call them activities necessarily—it's mm -hmm. it's life enrichment mm -hmm. because truly that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of the things that we would that we do. Sure, we've got the bingo, and yes, we have lots of arts and crafts as well. Mm -hmm. And folks love both mm -hmm. of those activities, but it it does not stop there. Um, we also have several lecture series going on at any given time. Some of them are pretty intense and I would say near college level uh, immersion in, an act in, in a subject matter. Mm -hmm. um, for example, the Rosie the Riveter lecture mm -hmm. um, that went into the history of, the, uh, of women in, you know, in, in manufacturing during World War II and as they were you know, uh, personified by Rosie the Riveter, you know, mm. giving, you know, showing everybody her muscles. How strong um, we women how are. How strong we <laughs> women are, absolutely. And this individual that was doing this lecture series showed how that evolved into many movements from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and it was, I hate to use this term, it was riveting. <laughs> but nothing, I mean, those types of presentations really reinforce the fact that, you know, you are a person of dignity. Mm -hmm. You deserve to have your day enhanced and enriched by having college level or, or uh, you know, intense knowledge subjects that, uh, that you're doing uh, those types of lectures on. Um, 
musical performance all over the place. Mm. I was going to say, we even had two of our residents, our male residents, um, had got together in conversation and had found that they both worked in like um, like water conservation. So they actually did a presentation to the rest of the community on water conservation. Awesome. That was just like amazing. Mm. I, um, I love to hear my clients talk about oh what they did for a living yes. and go into detail because there are people who have moved here who are, or who are lifelong residents of Delaware mm -hmm. who have had some amazing, amazing careers Absolutely. and have a ton of knowledge to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's probably one of my biggest when I'm talking to families and with residents and stuff is finding out who, you know, what they did and who they kind of are. And what, right. I mean, what makes just, them them. Yes, yeah. We love to talk mm -hmm. about those kinds mm -hmm. of things. So. Mm -hmm. And when you're shopping for an assisted living community for your loved one, you want to pay attention to how excited the staff are about learning about your loved one. Mm -hmm. It's a good point. That's, that's a very... Mm -hmm. It's an indicator of what they're going, you know, the investment that they're going to make in, in your loved one's uh, well-being. We refer to that as building relationships, not transactions. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I think that that's a really good point, Dean, to just make sure that you feel connected on a human mm -hmm. level yes. with, with the folks within mm -hmm. the community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So you shared with us some of the awesome activities, what makes home feel like home. I can't help but think, you know, folks, as they age, they become isolated sometimes. And I think that that's exactly what an assisted living community does is it prevents isolation. It builds the community. It ensures there's that socialization. It ensures healthy quality meals and medication management, friendships that are formed. I mean, all of those things I think are so special and unique. And I do think sometimes families resist even considering assisted living or nursing homes because there's a stigma maybe mm -hmm. surrounding a quote facility level of care. I also think sometimes though it's resisted because they fear that they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. And there's the financial responsibility that goes along with this wonderful community that you're describing. So would you speak to our listeners about just the financial aspects of how do folks who are considering moving into an assisted living type of an environment pay for the care that they need? Sure. So um, one of the things when we sit down and, you know, in the tour conversation and the discovery, um, we always like to, of course, show our community, showcase the community. But one of the other things, like when we sit back down and get to um, what they're really interested in, we want to look and get that whole full financial picture that we can um, make sure that they are aware of the benefits that um, the assisted living um, accepts and to help offset that cost. And one of those is being the veterans aid and attendance mm -hmm. benefit, um, you know, can help offset that for veterans or surviving spouses. And then another one of the benefits in the assisted living, if they would have taken out long-term care insurance policy. So we want to make sure that they're aware and have knowledge. And, and if not, we want to make sure that they have the resources to look into those things. Um, and then, of course, we look at the, the whole financial picture. And I always say, let us kind of like work through things, just, you know, sit down and kind of when you when you're more educated and understand, um, I think it's easier to kind of know kind of what route to play. Some some folks, um, you know, we can't help everyone, mm -hmm. unfortunately, um, which that is, you know, that's an unfortunate piece. But um, we do try our best to kind of put everything out there and, and do the very best to kind of get them into the into the community. And oftentimes folks come into our community just not understanding what the, what the financial picture is for their loved one. Um, and of course, have no understanding of 
the costs associated with 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 assisted living. And when we sit down and we talk with them about it, they understand that, well, actually it's not as, there's not, sure, there's a sticker shock, but it, it all makes sense. It's all understandable. And as far as affording it, well, when I when we look at my parents' um, income mm-hmm. and what their assets are that they have on hand and the cost of, of providing that service, they can actually develop a, uh, a time horizon mm-hmm. for how long their loved ones can enjoy this level of independence mm-hmm. um, before they transition to another level of care. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we share that with them, they do tend to feel a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more <clears throat> aware of what their options are. And I can tell you, Melissa works with folks for a very long time to establish that that level of comfort because a lot of times they'll come in and just totally be unaware of, of what what's coming um, and what to expect. But there are there are options out there to help finance, as as mm-hmm. Melissa said, the um, you know long term care insurance. If you were wise enough uh, to take that years ago, mm-hmm. outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of folks don't even know that there's sources out there to help funding in terms of uh, like for veterans. Sure, there's the veteran aid and attendance program. Veterans may know about that, but their spouses might not. Right, and they may be eligible for it too. Right. And we can get them in touch with the right people to to make those determinations. I think that's where our partnership has been so valuable over the years because that's what we do is we can help families look at what is their income, mm-hmm. what are their assets, if they're really interested in receiving care at Milford Place, how can they finance that? Mm-hmm. And when it's the right fit for the family, it's worth the investment every time. Right. But if there are benefit programs out there like the VA program that can help offset the cost of that care, why not tap into that? Right. Because that's a stream of additional monthly income mm-hmm. that can help offset the cost of care. So with proper planning, with smart professional connections mm-hmm. and relationships, families are best served in our opinion. Absolutely. And they'll receive the care they need where they need it, Mm -hmm. and they can often afford it. And so I think sometimes a trap families fall into is assuming it's too expensive without having all the facts and figures Mm -hmm. and the analysis that goes into maybe mom or dad or brother or sister or my loved one otherwise could actually afford this level of really high quality care and and in a safe environment and give the family peace of mind and all of those Mm -hmm. things. I can tell you how many times I've seen that very epiphany happen in Melissa's office, mm-hmm. where they come in thinking, ah, there's no way we're going to be able to afford this. Right. And then as soon as she lays out exactly how they can, mm-hmm. you can see the burden actually lift off of their it's shoulders. It's a sense of relief. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's visual. You can actually see mm-hmm. folks feel a lot better. Right. Both the family members who are looking for their parent or their grandparent and that potential resident themselves because they don't want to be a burden on the on the folks that you know that they're counting on mm-hmm. um, sure you might have some folks who will say I told mom I'd never put her in a nursing home well you know what I love hearing that because guess what if your mom comes here she's not going to a nursing home mm-hmm. she's going to an apartment that is hers that is hers to decorate as she sees fit that she can go to when she wishes she can leave when she wishes she is fully independent with some some safeguards for mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. she needs. Mm-hmm. 
I think that that, what you just said, is such a good distinction mm -hmm. because it really enlightens people that this is not a facility, it's a community. It is. Mm -hmm. It's honestly, it's the best of both worlds. I always say that. I don't know how many times I've said that. Right. It's the best of both worlds. They can still come and go. It's not like when you're in a nursing home. You can still kind of do do that, but at a different level. I mean, our, our residents can go out overnight mm -hmm. and, you know, go for a weekend. We have one resident that goes to her daughter's, like, for a week, a week at a time to visit her cat that now resides with her daughter. So, and the, that's so Although important. her cat could reside in our community. Well, she did reside, reside in our community. <laughs> she, we, are very, we are pet friendly, so we always like to let that. You know, yeah, that's a good point. Our, yes. our friends are welcome as well. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think I just think it's 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 just such a um, a benefit um, for them to be able to know that they've got that independence and still and still be you know able to make those decisions um, on their own just but with that that safety net. And I think and it just gives the family such peace of mind to go to bed at night knowing that mom's not at home or dad's not at home. You know, oh my gosh, you know, what's going to happen when they get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you know, mm -hmm. what's going to happen? So that that's just the feedback that we, that we hear all the time. So, right. We kind of say there are very many things that if we could shout it from the rooftops, we would, because there's so much, so many misconceptions, so many mm -hmm. myths out there. Somebody might try to be helpful, but they're really misleading. Mm -hmm. And so we like to really nail down some some of those things and debunk some myths mm -hmm. and say things like it's never too late to do planning or don't assume you can't afford this level of care don't assume you can't afford the legal planning get good advice work with the right professionals are there things that you would shout from the rooftops if you could about assisted living communities to just let kind of our community know mm -hmm. what you want them to know absolutely for mine, it's kind of like twofold. My mine um, that I would say is just um, just that that whole education. I take every opportunity I can. I always say I wear my my name badge loud and proud because it's an opportunity to share about assisted living. Because so many people I feel don't really know. They just assume mm -hmm. that when their loved one um, you know ages on and, and needs help, that there's that they need nursing home help, and they'll. We get it all the time. It's a nursing home. It's a nursing home. And I always take that opportunity to share the, the differences with that. So I would love to shout that from the rooftop. It's just come see. Please come through my door so you can actually see for yourself. Don't forget um, about the the yes. middle uh, the between middle home and nursing Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Right. I think that is so uh, misled, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. So I always take every opportunity, whether whether you can or you can't, I welcome everybody to come through and visit, visit our community. So Do you want to speak to how someone might be able to tour Milford Place Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. So if someone is interested in learning more about Milford Place or considering it for themselves or a loved one, mm -hmm. what first steps do you recommend they take? Well, first of all, from, you can also, I mean, if you're going to look online, some people like to look online, so they can always access through our website. Mm -hmm. um, www.enliven.com. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. <laughs> or I always like to put out our contact um, information. I, myself, um, Melissa Hebron, or Dean Reed, our executive director, are always happy to do tours at any time. And that would be just by contacting the community. Um, our office number is 302 Four two two eight seven zero zero. I always put out there to my work cell because I have it at my hip all the time. It's three zero two six zero four nine five two three. So more than happy. I do. I do tours 
seven days a week. Um, I do like to, I'm not in every weekend, obviously, but I am more than happy to do weekend tours. If I just can, um, you know, know ahead of time to be able to schedule those, I'm more than happy to come in to do those. So awesome. I can be as flexible as anybody needs. Good. You had mentioned, you know, if there's something that we could shout yes. from the rooftops. What's to yours? Kind of things. Mm -hmm. One of the most common ways to come to our community is after someone has experienced some type of uh, an event at their home. Maybe they've fallen or something like that and they and they needed skilled nursing care. Um, and, and this is, you know, hats off to the, to the skilled nursing community who's doing a wonderful job getting this person back into uh, you know, the groove, you know. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they perceive that they need nursing care. Sometimes the skilled nursing community wants to be that solution for them. Mm -hmm. And and that's and I applaud the nursing community for doing the, the skilled nursing community for doing that because they know that they can offer um, a service to that person. But if there's a, a shout from the rooftop thing I would like to put out there is always consider that there might be some environment for your loved one to, where they can be more independent and and enjoy their independence a little bit more than they would if they were in a skilled nursing community. So if, you're, if your loved one is at a skilled nursing community, it doesn't hurt for us to come and assess them and see if we're able to meet their needs. Because if we are, then A, it's much less expensive for you to be at an assisted living community than in a skilled nursing community by probably around five or six thousand dollars a month. Mm -hmm. um, and B, it's, it's an environment where you're in a lot more uh, independence. Mm -hmm. And if you can thrive in that environment, that's the environment for you to be in. Right. So that would be one of the shout up from the rooftop yeah. things I would want to make sure. And we do do a complimentary, um, what we call a care plan, care plan discovery. Um, and it's basically the assessment that the nurse does to determine that. So it's complimentary, no no cost or anything, but it just can kind of give them, you know, a determination if, if assisted living would be a good fit for them. Right. So we're happy to do that. Perfect. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners that we haven't covered? You have shared so much good information just I, I, uh, about assisted living communities, the different activities that make it feel like home, the sense of community that is there, what it looks like if someone's interested in Milford Place, but is there anything else that you either one can think of that we should share or do you feel like we've about covered it? I think, I mean, I feel we've pretty much covered other than the fact that if you're thinking about it or even just curious about it, um, give us a call. We'd be more than happy to, uh, you know, sit down with you and show you the community and you can just see, see what a vibrant uh, community is. Awesome. So thank you. And I would add on to that, um, you know, and I've seen this a lot of times with folks who come into our community is that it's an eye-opening experience for them. Mm-hmm plan for your senior years as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Have a plan. Have a Have plan, a plan. Mm -hmm. and you know, get the right people to help you execute it. Mm -hmm. we, we refer to that having all the hats at the table. We want the good long-term care provider. We want the good attorney, elder law attorney who serves seniors. We want the good financial advisor, the good accountant, so that everyone's working together for a common goal. And that is taking care of the senior, making sure that the senior has good quality of life, making sure that they're as independent as possible for as long as possible, making sure that their loved ones have peace of mind. And so I just appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules. I know it's been crazy, especially over the last year or so in this global pandemic world that we've been living in and just kind of educating the community and filling, filling the gap 
of the difference between in-home care mm-hmm. versus skilled nursing mm-hmm. facility care. So I appreciate your time and thanks for being we were here. We're delighted to be here. Awesome. We appreciate the opportunity yeah. to share. We Thank you so much for having us. Wonderful. So thanks for being with us today on Off the Clock. If you'd like to learn more about us, visit our website at pwwlaw.com. Of course, you can contact us directly by calling 302-628-4140 or emailing info at pwwlaw.com. We're here to help you plan today to protect your families tomorrow. See you next time. Anything discussed on Off the Clock is for general informational purposes only and is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. To obtain the most reliable guidance, listeners are encouraged to seek personalized advice from qualified professionals.